Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 283. We're looking at Acts chapter 18, verses 1 through 4. Let's read our passage. After this, he left Athens and went to Corinth, where he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. Paul came to them, and since they were of the same occupation, tent makers by trade, he stayed with them and worked. He reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade both Jews and Greeks. This is Paul's second missionary journey. He has been traveling with Silas. They've picked up Timothy along the way. They left Luke back in Philippi and have traveled through Macedonia, through Philippi, Thessalonica, Berea. There's been trouble in each of those cities. So they moved Paul out of Berea, sent him south down to Achaia, and eventually to Athens. We saw him at the Areopagus, proclaiming the gospel to the to the council of the Areopagus in Athens. And now here, verse 1 of chapter 18, after this, he left Athens and went to Corinth. So that's about a 50-mile trip from Athens to Corinth. Corinth is the city of Greece, the largest, most cosmopolitan city in Greece. So it's the, the major place. And Paul's mode is to go to the major cities where you get a lot of people, where you get a lot of traffic, people coming and going with the goal of people becoming followers of Christ and then taking the gospel with them to the far corners of the earth. Now, Corinth had been actually destroyed, leveled to the ground in 146 BC by the Roman army after uh, some kind of uh, insurrection. But in 44 BC, it had been refounded by Julius Caesar and given the position of a, a Roman colony. And then in the ensuing 100 years, it had grown back to a major, major city. So it's a fairly new city, but it's still a big city, a hub of commerce, a hub of travel. Now, Corinth has a reputation also as a, well, morally loose city. In fact, the term to act the Corinthian is to be sexually immoral. And a, uh, a designation of Corinthian girls would be described prostitutes. And it was part of the, uh, the temple cult of Aphrodite. Was the, she was the goddess of love. So some loose morals, loose living in Corinth. So Paul has left Athens and he's gone to Corinth, verse 2, where he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla because Claudius had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. So here we see Aquila and Priscilla, and they're always mentioned as a pair, husband and wife team, and they seem to well, always just be in ministry together. So we know Aquila is a Jew. We don't know if Priscilla is or not. And so everybody's got ideas about this, but specifically we're told that Aquila is a Jew, but we don't know necessarily about Priscilla. And apparently they are already Christians. Because notice 
Paul links up with them and they engage in ministry together. Nowhere is we see them coming to Christ here, which implies there's already some Christians in Rome because they are followers of Christ as they left Rome and come to Corinth. Now, Luke always calls Priscilla Priscilla. However, in Paul's letters, he generally calls her Prisca, which is the more formal name, where Luke uses the less formal Priscilla. Similarly, Paul, you would use the more formal Sylvanius to refer to Silas, where Luke uses the less formal Silas. So Luke tends to use these less formal names. Paul tends to use the more formal names. That's why we see a difference there. So we see Priscilla here. We know who she is. But Paul always refers to her as Prisca. That's the same person. And usually we see Priscilla named first. We always talk about Priscilla and Aquila. And why is that? Everybody's got theories. Some say because Priscilla's from some uh, high-ranking, high-society family. And there is a was a, a high-society family named Prisca. But whether she's part of that family or not, we really can't say. It could just mean that she's the more well-known person in Christian circles. And just as Lydia was became a, a very influential woman in Christianity. Perhaps Priscilla was very influential in early Christianity. So she's named first because she's the one people know. When we run around town, quite often people refer to me as the, the husband of my wife because everybody knows her. And so she's the one people know and I'm linked to her. Perhaps that's the what's going on here with Priscilla always named first. But they're in Corinth because the Jews had been expelled from Rome. Now, this probably refers to an edict given by the Emperor Claudius in 49 AD. And at that time, there were probably 50,000 Jews in Rome. And they had become troublesome participating in uh, some anti-government events. And so did he really expel all the Jews? Most think he didn't actually kick all 50,000 Jews out of Rome, but he probably severely curtailed their ability to practice Judaism. And some of the more influential Jews may have actually been expelled. So what does this mean about Aquila and Priscilla? Were they part of the influential Jewish people causing trouble in Rome, really don't know. We're just not given any information. But because of this edict by Emperor Claudius, they have left Rome and have resettled in Corinth. So we continue the end of verse 2. Paul came to them, then verse 3, and since they were of the same occupation, tent makers by trade, he stayed with them and worked. That's the only place where we see tent maker in the Bible. We uh, throw that word around a lot, but we see that Paul is a tent maker by trade. And that's what uh, part of what connects him with Aquila and Priscilla. One is the Jewishness. Second, most primary is that they are Christians. And then they also have this common trade of tent making. So he stays with them and works with them. Now, Paul had a trade. In fact, uh, many of the rabbis or the 
many of the uh, Jewish teachers felt it was wrong to try and make a living as a religious teacher. So you had to support yourself through a trade. And everyone was expected to learn a trade to provide their own support. And apparently Paul's trade was tent making. There's debate about what this actually means. Did he actually make tents or did he make other things? Some people want to say this was uh, more of a, a euphemism for leather workers. Because in most of the world, tents were made out of animal skins, leather. And so a tent maker could be anyone who did anything with leather. And they're more just leather workers. However, the contrary to that is actually where Paul is from. The tents were made of cloth, a cloth made from goat hair. And so Paul wouldn't necessarily be a skilled leather worker. And, and again, that's all supposition. We don't know. The point is that they had a trade. They had a common trade. And that's part of what linked Aquila and Priscilla with Paul. So they worked together there in Corinth. Then verse 4. He reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade both Jews and Greeks. So every Sabbath, he goes to the synagogue. Remember, Corinth is a big city. This isn't just some little dusty corner of nowhere. Corinth is the largest city in Greece and has a sizable Jewish population. So it has synagogue and he goes to the synagogue every Sabbath and presents the gospel. But not just to the Jews, but also to the Greeks. And specifically say, but the implication is the Greeks who are at the synagogue as God fears. But we saw what he was doing in Athens is he would talk to anybody that would listen about the gospel. And so we're sure that's what he's doing here in Corinth. He will every Sabbath go to the synagogue and preach the gospel. And every day go out into the town and preach the gospel. So Paul is in Corinth now with Priscilla and Aquila. The uh, others have not yet rejoined him. Remember, he was waiting for Silas and Timothy to join him in Athens, but apparently never did, and now he's gone on to Corinth. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.